if if you wanted to talk so much so badly, <laughs> go just, just go. Urge, just <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like, put it yeah, put yeah. it all out into the Quran, yeah. you know. Because on the subway, like sometimes you're alone, or most of the time you're alone, right? Exactly. And, yeah. Like you have no one to talk to. Talk to Allah. Exactly. Yeah. Assalamualaikum guys, welcome back to another episode on Kalam Kalbi. Today, 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 you know what I'm saying? We have Yaseen with me and a special guest, Ahmad. Assalamualaikum guys, how's everything? How are you guys doing? Assalamualaikum, I'm good. Okay, so today's topic is actually pretty interesting, controlling mm-hmm. the tongue. Mm-hmm. When you text me that topic, I was like, I, yeah, I really enjoy this going. So, start. Yeah, I mean, controlling the tongue. The reason it came into my mind is due to the reason of the society we live in right now. Mm-hmm. Like you walk around, especially like I realized that in high school, mm-hmm. you walk around, you talk to people, the lexicon and the language they use is is like completely like. I don't know how to describe yeah. it in a bad way, but not in a bad way at the same time. Explicit. It's yeah. very explicit. explicit. That's one way to say it. It's very disturbing, yeah. you could say. It's just, I don't know, for me personally, when I hear someone curse or say some bad words or anything, it just hurts me. Sure. I don't know, because I feel they're getting sins yeah. for it. I'm listening and to it. Are, it hurts yeah. me. It's not, it's, not, it's not a very pleasant thing to hear. And also, I want to add on, like, the fact that you can't do anything about it, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, you can't stop someone. Exactly. Being, like, it's, mm-hmm. they're going to make the choice, right? It's not like you can force them to not yeah. say the word. And it's very hard, you know, especially, like, you know, I have very close friends, you know, that say stuff like, like and I don't want to expose anybody, but... Okay, um, yeah, yeah, I understand. But, like, to that topic, right? Mm-hmm. How do you deal with that? He's your close friend. Yeah, your exactly. close friend is, like, swearing. Then what do you do? Yeah, exactly. I actually devise a really um, nice plan. Like I always, I always do it when I'm hanging out with them to make sure that when he's hanging out with me, no he cursing is around. So what happens? What happens is that whenever he curses or says something that is bad, mm-hmm. I say astaghfirullah like loudly, audibly. Yeah. And then he, yeah, he, 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 yeah, he, yeah. he, he hears it, he knows it, and he feels you know bad. He like you know he, he says it. He says astaghfirullah as well. Uh-huh. You know so. You know, at least when he's in my circle, he's good. You know, outside, yeah, uh, outside, 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 you know, whatever he's doing, he's doing, man. But, you know, at least I control him when I'm with me because it hurts me the most. Like, you know, I get disturbed by cursing. Yeah, you know, something about cursing, man, like, it's like you feel it. Like, it's like, yeah, like, like you can feel it in your heart. It's, yeah. it's weird. You get like, it makes you know, like, I know you can't put exactly. it into words. It's just a, a thing that you feel inside that you, you just can't really explain it. It's, you know, it's yeah, yeah. disturbing. I'll give you an example. So mm-hmm. when I used to listen to music, I used to always have a clean version if if like the mm-hmm. song was explicit. Yeah. And then but, like well, now I would bump that right. Yeah. Everyone asked me, "Yo, how do you have a clean version, bro?" Mm-hmm. Like like. Just play the explicit version. It's not an issue. Yeah. You know, like your yeah. parents are around and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. No, but still, I want the clean version. You know, I feel it's better. It's for me. The clean version. It's for yeah. me. I don't, I'm not thinking about others. I'm mm-hmm. thinking about me. And now, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah has come to the fact that we don't even listen to music anymore. So, out of our history. Not history, I mean future. Inshallah. Yeah, and on the point of music, I actually, like, you know, and you notice 
the point like the, your example is a perfect example you know people tell you oh why are you not listening yeah. to music with explicit stuff so, like, it's considered like cringy yeah. like you know that you're not listening to yeah. something with curse yeah. like why is not cursing something that is weird or awkward is cringy you know sure. not cursing should be something that is you know positive it's reverse bro. it's the reverse yeah if you if you listen to music you know listening to music in general is not yeah. you know it's not permissible but you know at least you're trying to improve by not adding curse words into it that shouldn't be something that is you know shamed upon or you know that's true, that's true. having a negative you know point of view on it what, what do you think is the best strategy to control the tongue Ooh, I see. that's a good one yeah i would say having fear in allah right like, like mm-hmm. it's cliche yes mm-hmm. no it's but, not cliche it's, it's taqwa bro taqwa is, yeah, the, taqwa, is the biggest you know right. it's the verses on the quran the amount of verses is only like I because I like Alhamdulillah I'm almost done memorizing Surah Al-Baqarah the amount of verses that starts with Ya Ayyuhaladina Amanu Taqullah is incredible there's so many like a translation that is like Oh who you believe fear Allah the amount of verses that has that at the beginning is actually immense there's so many of them and then so you taqwa, look at the translation too right mm-hmm. and Taqwa is like you know is the, the main thing so if you have taqwa of Allah, everything in your life is going to go smoothly and nice. Because, like, I know people are not going to swear if their parents are around, right? But, like, exactly. if, if you have in your head that Allah is always watching you, you know, you're, you're, you're kind of going to, yeah. like, yeah. set that mindset mm-hmm. that, you know, you're always being watched and, mm-hmm. and, and you have some sort of shame when, like, you're yeah. around your friends, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to finally, uh, you know... Set your set the boundaries you're supposed to have for yourself. That's true. Exactly. Yeah. Right. It doesn't matter if you're alone or with your friends or with your family. A boundary is a boundary. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think, Amma? What do you think? Like so, he said taqwa. What What do you think? How to control your tongue? Yeah. What is the best strategy to control your tongue for you or for like you know just for the general public? Uh, just in general, right? So basically, if you if you, the only reason for me, in my opinion, you would start swearing is if you are around people who are swearing themselves. Or if you're watching things that, uh, you know, people are swearing, like shows, movies, it's so normalized, That's right? That's a good point. Uh, every, so, yeah. Well, so, so, like, control, like, the content that you intake. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, and that's, yeah. Social influences. Yeah, basically. Yeah, and that's that's really what I was going to say. I was going to now produce my uh, best strategy. I was, I was going to say that, you know, the best, like, in, from my own experience, no matter how much you think you, like, you know, the people you hang out with the most, or you can say, oh, they're not really my friends or blah, blah, blah. But you, as long as you hang out with them the most, you're going to absorb them, absorb their, you know, their way, lifestyle into your life. So the way you speak, the way they speak, you're going to be speaking, the way they talk, the way they walk, all that stuff. Although you might not be like, you know, very, you know, close yes. friends. And a lot, I you know I heard that from some people, you know, like, don't hang out with, um, Bad, like I tell some of my friends, you know, don't hang out with bad people or like bad friends. And then they, you know, they reply back, oh, they're not really my friends. I just, you know, chill with them, blah, 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 blah. But, but exactly. But, you know, as long as you're spending, you know, excessive amounts of time with them, you're going to absorb their language, you know. And I said this on a previous podcast before, but I like the analogy is that a good friend is like a perfume shop. When you enter it, you might not necessarily buy anything, but when you go out, you go out smelling good. So that's the that's the idea. If you have a good friend, you know you might not really you know be very close with them, but just you're hanging out with them, your interaction with them will actually influence you in a positive manner. That's true. That's true. You know, um, back back to controlling the tongue. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a story. 
Lukmel Hakim. So he was ordered by, I think his master or a king, something along those lines. He was ordered by someone to kill a sheep, right? Right. So he, you know, killed the sheep mm-hmm. and he was ordered to give the best part of the sheep. So he took the tongue and he offered it mm-hmm. and he said, here's the best part of the sheep. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, uh, the guy was like, okay, now I want the worst part of the sheep. Mm-hmm. And he took the tongue. Mm-hmm. He's like, here's the tongue again. He's no. like, uh, I asked you for, for the best part and you gave me the tongue. And yeah. I asked you for the worst part and you still gave me the tongue, right? Yeah. Why? Because the tongue could be used mm-hmm. in a good or yeah. bad way. It's right? like yeah. a double-edged sword. I was about to say, yeah. am I tripping? Or <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it's true. No, see, you can, it can either be in the positive way or the negative way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to add, Amr? Yeah, what I can add is that we should really start utilizing our tongue in the right way, right? No, yeah, and I want to add also like the the very famous hadith from Bukhari is like, whoever believes in Allah on the last day, let him say something good or let him be silent. That's one of the most famous hadith. You know, if you have something good to say, say it. You don't have something good to say, just keep silent. You know, there's no there's no point of you know excessive talking, rambling. Don't speak unless your words are better than the silence. Exactly. That's that's facts. That's true. I just you just want to add on real quick. You know, you know how you're saying like what the hadith you said. Mm -hmm. Like you don't want to be swearing, and you don't want that point in your life that's that's the second you die, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. You're 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 sinning. And that's the point at where you die. Yeah, and you don't want that happening. That's why we always try to refrain from mm-hmm. all any sin, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you're gonna do it, you don't know when your death is coming. Mm-hmm. No one, you don't know when medical mouth is coming to you. Exactly. That's why yeah. just refrain. That's true. Refrain as much as you can. That's we all true. have our you know shortcomings, but refrain. You have to mm-hmm. put that into practice. Like there's so many tips that we're all given today, and like we all need them. We all need mm-hmm. them. Right. There's also this, uh, it was a saying, it was like, you have your brain, right? Which, you know, produces the thoughts that you want to say. Mm-hmm. And then you have your tongue, which controls what comes out. Mm-hmm. And also, as an extra layer of protection, you have your lips, which open and close, mm-hmm. right? And that also controls, you know, it's it's like an extra, what's, what's the word? Um, it's like another way of... Preventing you from saying anything that you're not supposed to. That's really nice. Yeah, and and talking about the brain and the and relating into the tongue. You know, there's uh, I what like one of on my notes here. Like I have one of the ways to control is the the best way is to think before you speak. Yeah. Like sometimes, and I notice that with a lot of you know the teenagers in our generation is that whatever comes to their mind, they just say it. You know, they don't care about the context they're in. They don't care about <laughs> where they are. Like you know, sometimes saying some stuff is fine as long as you're in a certain context. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when you're like in a masjid, let's say, or in a you know religious um, gathering. gathering or something, and then you say something that is not really. You know, you, it's considered funny outside, but really inside, inside is, is really not, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just very disturbing. And that's why, like, I really, that, I mean, that correlates also to the hadith, you know, if you have something say, good to say, say it, if you don't, just keep silent. That, that you know, connects to, you know, you just think before you speak, you know, think, you know, I'm going to say this. Is it going to be good? Yeah, no, is it going to be bad, you know? If it's good, say it. If it's not, don't say it, you know? It's simple. So, uh, there was this um, book I was reading. It was called Quiet, mm-hmm. okay? And it was talking about how, you know, extroverted people, 
just say whatever they want. Exactly. You know? yeah. so, just don't stop talking, bro. <laughs> yeah. So like, I'm. So what I'm trying to get to is that it's hard for some people to control because you know their first instinct is to just speak Talk. their yes, yeah, yeah. speak their mind. So I would say you know it's it's a skill that you have to learn. Exactly. It's it's a you know as anything with life, you know, you have to train train for it. You know, you can't you can't just you know wake up the next morning and just yeah. decide I'm gonna be introverted for the day. You know, you can't, it's not gonna happen. But you know, extroverted people, I feel part of the reason is that they say anything that comes in mind is not is is like is part of their personality. Yeah. And uh, and and another thing is that it makes them uncomfortable. Like sometimes, like I, because I noticed that, you know, with people you guys know about, but, but, you know, he sometimes like, you know, he feels uncomfortable when it's too silent. When we're just, we, we're walking. Because the silence drains him. The same way exactly. being in a loud uh, place drains us. Mm-hmm. You know? Exactly. Yeah. It's like, it's like a reverse it's thing. Yeah. Person. Yeah. Like for us, I'm in peace when I'm in silence. He's the opposite. Yeah. We, when when he's in silence, he's like you know he's being like you know he's having this ache in his heart that you know I want to talk, I want yeah. to say something. <laughs> but this guy doesn't want yeah. to talk, so yeah. <laughs> like you know deafening silence, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's uh, yeah. I feel, I feel I realize that sometimes I feel that's part of the reason you know. But, so that's why it's pretty tough for them, uh, like extroverted people to. To do such thing. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with being extroverted. It's just if you apply the concept of thinking before you speak and you're extroverted, you're perfectly fine. Yeah, but I also wanted to add about the quiet point. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily always quiet from an Islamic perspective. It doesn't have to be always being yeah. quiet because uh, there's a hadith here I want to quote. So it says, uh, do not indulge in excessive talk except when remembering Allah. So if you're going to indulge, if you're extroverted and you like speaking a lot, if you're going to speak a lot and excessively, speak in the path of Allah. Speak about hadith. Speak yeah. about, you know, the Quran. Speak about the Prophet. Speak about the remembrance of Allah. You know, that that's, that's the best way to keep your tongue active if you want it to, keep, yeah. to stay active, you know? That's true. And, you know, the, the completion of this, of this hadith is excessive talking without the remembrance of Allah hardens the heart. And those who are the farthest from Allah are those whose hearts are hard. So, that's actually saying that, like, the more you talk, it's kind of like yeah. uh, excessive talk is a sin, basically, saying that it hardens the heart. Basically, right? yeah. It says excessive talk without the remembrance of Allah hardens the heart. It makes your heart, you know, hardened. Right. And then it c- continues on. Those who are the farthest from Allah are those uh, whose hearts are hard. Wow. So, you know, it's actually, it's not a very small sin. You know, some people take it lightly. You know, it's, it's, not, it's very serious, you know, excessive talking. You're wasting your time, yeah, right? Wasting, wasting time, wasting, you know, energy. wasting energy, you know, sometimes you, and, you know, part of it as well is like if you're mathematically or probability, when you speak more, you're more prone to sin because yeah. you're going to, you have, you have a higher chance to sin, to say something that is not right. Are you going to expose yourself? Right? Exactly. Yeah. Or expose yeah. stuff or say something that is not right or do irreversible damage, you know, you know, it's you weren't supposed to say, bro. Exactly. The excessive talk is, you know, from from whatever angle you tackle it, except from the, you know, remembrance of Allah, you know, it's it's not the best. Yeah, and it's like it, it could lead to gossip and stuff. And, yeah. You know, you, backbiting. You know, yeah. there's a lot of a lot of. You're saying, yeah. Yeah, I was saying like, always try to keep everything in in the middle. Mm-hmm. You know, like just no one's asking you to be too quiet. No one's asking anyone to be too loud. Like you have to know yourself, your own boundaries, right? As I said, like 
if you you know there's a specific limit to anything. So if you limit yourself, you are in good hands. I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. I, I swear there's also hadith. It was it was uh, stating how the religion of Islam is a religion of more the ex- like it's not an extreme religion. Yeah, right? yeah, I know the hadith. Yeah. I don't remember the Arabic, but I, I forgot. Too. Yeah, it's not towards the extreme. It's not towards too it's lenient. In middle, it's in the middle. It's yeah. yeah. It's in the middle, which is it's a really it's really nice because it, it kind of refutes all the extremism that is being portrayed toward the Islamic point of view all and all over social media and the Western world. You know, we we're not here to preach extremism, and we're at the same time we're not here to preach pacifism. You know, we're not. You know, so we're in the middle, and that's the best way to live. You know. Anything else you want to add, Ahmed? Yeah, I wanted to add, of course, the thing that I always say, or that I said in the uh, in the um, last podcast, is reading the Quran. Mm-hmm. The Quran, bro. I'm telling you, bro. You're on the commute, read the Quran. You're you're on the way home, read the Quran. You're at home, read the Quran. Yeah. That's the most meaningful way to spend your time, and you know, to put your tongue into work. If if you wanted to talk so much so badly, <laughs> go just go. Yeah, yeah, just. Like, put, it, yeah, put it all out into the Quran, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Because on the subway, like, sometimes you're alone. Most of the time you're alone, right? Exactly, and, yeah. Like, you have no one to talk to. Talk to Allah. Exactly. Yeah. What, what, but the most... The, this, this, <laughs> bro, the hit deep right there, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's true. But because you now now see in, on the commute, especially now, everyone <clears throat> just puts on headphones and listens to music now. That, that's all they do. It's just a time killer, as they what say. people agreed. You know, some people read, yeah. yeah it's not a problem. Right? But but you know, te- I'm talking like about teenagers. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. the youth, yeah. the youth group. How many? How many realistically do we see that actually read on the on the on the commute? Not much. How many? They the They're all either with their AirPods or buds or whatever, listening to some something. You know, you always have to assume the best. You know, maybe they're listening to the Quran, but you know, realistically and statistically, we know that is not the truth. Yeah, and I also wanted to say also the thing that I said last time mm-hmm. is that try to build your life around Islam. Don't try to build Islam around your life. Definitely. So when you're creating a schedule, for example, you put in the prayers, you put in all the Islamic stuff first, and then you put in your other stuff around it. You don't do it the other way around because nowadays we do it the other way around all the time you know and we all fall short for that including yeah. me you know this is it's very tough to balance it you have to have a good balance okay so how does um scheduling your life around islam help you control your tongue i mean if you schedule your life around islam and you have an islamic circle in general controlling the tongue doesn't even un- fall under controlling anymore you, sh- you just naturally ha- ha- will have a cleaner tongue because yeah. for example in the masjid for example you go to a masjid program mm-hmm. your circle there is clean no one swears if no one is swearing you're not going to swear because okay. if you swear you're going to be the one out of you know you know out the of odd one out. the yeah. odd one out that's part of it social pressure and secondly it's just you're gonna even if you do swear and you don't care about the social pressure, you're just gonna feel bad because you everyone around you is righteous yeah. and religious, 
and you're out here, you know, saying, you know, stuff that you shouldn't be saying. Yeah, and then everyone's just looking at you. Like, What's wrong with this guy, bro? Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's very, it's very, it's very sad, you know. That's yeah. why this is like a solid topic that we need to like yeah, all that, be aware. That's of. the main reason I actually like you know wanted to talk about it to you. You know, it's the controlling the tongue. You know, it's it's very it's very it's widespread. People just look past it. Who's going to tell me? Who's exactly. Tell me you know, it's part of the propaganda or the agenda or whatever. Is like, you know, the uh, the free speech agenda is like, you know, you can say whatever the hell you want, but when it comes to Islam, <laughs> you yeah. can't say it anymore. It's not free speech anymore. Yeah. It, it always will and always will like go back to the point of fear Allah, mm-hmm. right? If you if you know, like how you've seen said, if you know Allah SWT is watching me at all times, 24-7, mm-hmm. no matter where in the world you are, yeah. which... Even if you, we always tend to think our first thought, yo, is my dad watching? Exactly, my mom yeah. Watching? But we forget the fact that Allah is watching. We, f- we fear the people more than we yeah. fear Allah, you know? It's just human nature, just because we physically cannot see Allah, but we have to have that strength, strong iman mm-hmm. to the point that we worship Allah as if we see Him. Ahsan. And that, yeah, that's yeah. Ihsan, you know, you worship Allah as if you see Him. If he, if you don't see him, he sees you. That's the that's the whole yeah, point. That's, that's, that's yeah. The whole point and going back to the actually the commuting part, mm-hmm. you know, I I was on a on the go train like two days ago with one of my friends, or like last week with one of my friends on the go train. Okay. And he's you know he's a Muslim, but you know he's you know. Okay. Yeah. yeah you know. Yeah. He was telling me, oh, you, you don't listen to music on the commute or whatever. I'm like, no, I, I never really enjoy listening to music or music or whatever. It's like, oh, really? He's like, you know, yeah. He's like. You know, that's like kind of psychopathic. He told me that. You know? <laughs> it's, it's kind of psychopathic that you don't really, really listen to music on the, on the thing. Wow. Yeah, like, I, I'm like, what do you mean psychopathic? Yeah. It's, it's just, it's so abnormal now for me not to listen to music. Yeah, like, I'm like, what do you mean psychopathic? How did you reply to that, though? No, I replied, I told him, you know, whenever I want to listen to something, I listen to the Quran. That's all that I told him that, you know, and and I told him, you know, but, 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 but he, you know, he, I understand he, uh, like, you know, he told me his story. He said, you know, he doesn't, he didn't grow up in a very religious family. He's a, he's Palestinian, but he was, he grew up in, in here. Mm-hmm. He was born here. His parents aren't very religious. So he wasn't grew up, grown up in a very religious house, you know. I invited him multiple times to the, you know, to come to the SCC as well to, you know, pray and stuff, you know, because he, he doesn't pray, but you know. Allah God, Inshallah. Oh yeah, don't like one of the other advices that don't go with the flow, as they say. Don't go with the flow. Yeah, like you know, if you're if you're because I feel with extroverted people, mm-hmm. when they're in an extroverted group, it's very easy for them to indulge with whatever is happening with that group. So if the other group is like, you know, doing talking about X, Y, Z, they're gonna indulge and talk about X, Y, Z with them without having a second thought about what is being, you know, the topic being discussed. As an introverted person, you know, I don't really face that problem, you know. I don't either. Yeah, you know, when I'm in a group, I, you know, I analyze what the hell is happening for What are they saying? Yeah, what are they saying? What do they want for me? If it's fine, if it's fine, I stay with them. It's not fine. I, you know, I try to, you know, isolate myself. Yeah, yeah, I gotta go home. Get covered. Make up, make up an excuse. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's what you have to do. You know, you have to do what you. Sometimes you can't say explicitly that oh, I can't hang with out with you guys because you guys are saying bad stuff. I know I had lunch twenty minutes. That's true. That's true, though. Yeah, that's that's the main thing. 
But yeah, it's controlling. There's like so many hadiths, so many verses on the Quran. You know, it's it's all about taking out time and actually going through these little. And they're so small, the hadiths. Mm-hmm. Then they're so easy to understand. It's all about us taking our time to further our knowledge mm-hmm. because it's only us who can take the actions. Mm-hmm. Your parents already do so much for you. We we should be thankful. Mm-hmm. And but they can't always do everything for us. We have to take the step in our life that we want our future generations to be well, just like how we should be right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, and uh, I also wanted like on the topic of controlling. Mm-hmm. When that word came into my mind right now, I just a verse popped up in my head is like. Um, um, uh, or it's like a part of a verse it's, it's, it's basically a translation of that is like you control yourself from going astray it's really it's like you know it you know directly correlates to this wait I'm trying to remember the full verse um yeah so basically the translation whoever fear, fears uh, Allah and controls himself from going astray paradise shall be his destination so it's 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 very you know it's very important that shows you know he says I mean al-hawa doesn't only mean the tongue but a big part of it is uh, how is basically like going astray. Yeah. You know, the tongue can go astray, the eyes can go astray, the ears can go astray, the mind can go astray, everything can go astray. Definitely. But, you know, the tongue, I feel, is one of the most things in the youth nowadays that goes astray along with the eyes. Very quickly. Very quickly and very easily. Yeah, exactly. So that's why, and you see the reward and the punishment, you know, the, the reward is paradise, imagine. For controlling the tongue. You know, like, I sometimes hang around with people, right? Mm-hmm. And when I hear them swear, mm-hmm. in my head, I'm like, if I swear too, mm-hmm. they would like me. Right? Exactly. It, it's, exactly. it's something, it's, I, I, I don't know. They just make swearing this cool thing, you know? Exactly, like, yeah. They advertise it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then... You're sitting there thinking to yourself, if I swear too, you know, I, I could have a pretty big friend group and, you know, mm-hmm. like, I'll be cool. Yeah, you'll be, be like them. You'll be like, you know, the, the you know, social but, guy or whatever. But then if you step back and you're like, okay, wait, I want Jannah. Mm-hmm. I like, this is the goal, right? This is the, the main goal, goal, yeah. to be around yeah. people who are like me, not. <laughs> yeah. Know? That's it, your ultimate goal. It all connects to the, you know, the bigger picture. Yeah. The bit, we, we already had a podcast about the big picture, but <laughs> we, we don't want to talk about that again. But, you know, it all connects back to that, you know. We have to always keep in mind the final goal, final destination. Right now we're doing, you know, I'm doing engineering. You guys are doing, you know, business and psychology. You know, this is not the final goal. For not for me to become an engineer, not for you to become a psychologist, not for you to become a businessman. The final goal is to gain such knowledge in order to utilize it in the path of Allah. That's the that's the main goal of this whole life, you know. It's exactly. and I always like the story in the Surah Al Baqarah. I was just reading it today, you know, the story that goes back to you know the Shaitan and Adam and how he, um, you know, oh, yeah. told Adam yeah, yeah. to eat from the tree, and then you know we all now they, it all started from there. It all started with Shaitan telling uh, Prophet Adam peace be upon him to eat from the tree, and now we're here. You see, like imagine it's it just it's crazy how we have this sense of scope. 
of this world as Muslims, like we know what we're doing, we know what's happening, we know the reason why we're here. And the reason a lot of people are lost in this life and don't know what to do is because they don't have the answer to that question. They don't know where they're going, they don't know why they're doing this, they don't know why they're here. And there's, a, I think, I'm, I'm not sure if it's a philosopher or something, but he said a, a quote, is like, is like, life is like you being thrown onto a ship, on an unknown ship in an unknown sea that is going in an unknown an direction, an unknown place. So if you imagine yourself in this situation, your first instinct would be to ask the people on the crew or whatever, where, yeah. where are we going? Why are we going? You know, Definitely. all that. So it's the same thing. Yeah. You're born into this ship. You don't know where you're going, why you're going there. You go around and ask people, you know, this, this point is really, you know, connected specifically to atheists because, you know, they deny the, deny the existence of God. Mm-hmm. And, and usually when you're atheist, you eventually will lead to nihilism. You guys know what nihilism is? Yeah, it's like, like, when you th- like when you say, um, you know, nothing matters no anymore. in a subject area. Yeah. I'm doing that right now in critical thinking. Yeah, so, so usually atheism, usually, but, but for most people, leads to nihilism. And then when nihilism occurs, at that point, it's suicide. Yeah, it leads to suicide. That's yeah. why there are so such high rates of suicide in Western countries because yeah. this they're spiritually deficient. Okay, inshallah, we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Inshallah. Next episode is very very special. It's um, it's an important topic. Very important, right? And it should be coming to you guys next week. So stay tuned. Assalamualaikum. Assalamualaikum.